Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm so happy that you are here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you, yes, you listening on the other end, recognize and know and realize that you don't have to do it all alone. You don't. We are in it together. Which is why there is also a community space that goes along with this podcast. And I would love to hang out with you over there. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to today's episode because I'm so excited to share with you today. On this episode, I want to share my experience at Lucky Star Art Camp, which I just recently attended. And if you don't know what Lucky Star is, it is this incredible art camp founded by Lisa Field. And it takes place in Hunt, Texas, on this beautiful property that is actually a sleepaway camp for girls on the on season. And there are wonderful cabins, a beautiful mess hall, and all these other little amazing spaces to hang out with. A big campfire. There is this wonderful river that runs along the property. They have horses. It's, it's just simply spectacular. My heart is still filled with so much joy and gratitude and just happiness for all that I experienced at camp. And I had gone there to teach two classes. One was a writing class. And the other one was more of an art journaling type class where we made what I called a soul care field guide. And before we jump into the details of camp, I just want to step back for a second. Because it can be so hard for us to really show up and say, you know what, I'm going to do something for myself. I'm gonna, it might be a little scary, but I'm going to do something just for me. Something that I know is going to fill my cup. Something that I know I need. And a lot of times when we're going or thinking about doing something like this, we start to feel really guilty. We think about all the things in our to-do list that we have to get accomplished. We think about all the things we might miss if we aren't here or things that, oh my goodness, who's going to take care of that? And then we put ourselves kind of on the back burner, right? How many times have you done that to yourself? Or you know you need time for yourself and you're craving it and you're desiring it, but you find it so hard to put yourself on your own schedule to say, yep, I'm going to do this just for me. But I am here to encourage you to go and take that time for yourself. And that was exactly what Lucky Star is. It is this beautiful, amazing retreat that is filled with these individuals who show up with their hearts wide open, inviting you in. And this is the ninth year of camp. And when I was there, there were people who were there from that original ninth year. And then there was also this handful of new campers who was their very first time. And then it was spread out in between how many years people have been there. And some have gone and then a few years have passed and they have come back. And no matter if it was your first time, it was your ninth time, 
you are welcomed with wide open arms. And it is incredible to feel that. To have complete strangers just welcome you into their space. It feels amazing. And so really, really take time for you. Find something that is going to fill your own well and go and do it. And don't feel guilty about the time or the cost or the travel or any of it. Know that you really, truly deserve it. You absolutely do. So I packed up my stuff here in New Jersey and traveled all the way to Texas for this incredible experience. And I knew it was going to be good because I have attended other art retreats before in the past. In fact, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but at one of my retreats, oh my goodness, so many years ago, I had actually met Lisa. And she was talking about how she really wanted to create something like that experience, but over in Texas, because there was nothing like it in Texas. And she was sharing about her dream and how she really wanted to make it come true. And how many times have you heard somebody talk about their dream or even yourself? My goodness, how many times have I done this myself where I talk about my dreams, but I never see them through? Right? I, goodness, all the time I have done this. But Lisa, she was determined. And she might not have known what she was doing along the way, but she figured it out. And she was open and willing to learn, willing to kind of make mistakes and stumble and figure it out. And she did it. She made her dream come true. And it is just amazing to see it. To have heard her talk about it and now to see the way that she has turned it into this incredible experience for everyone that arrives. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And so I arrived in Hunt, Texas, really nervous because no matter what retreat I am going to, when it is that first time that I'm going to be in a space, there are those nerves, right? Because I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know who else is going to be there. Who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to eat with? <laughs> All like those little things come running through your mind. And it fills you with a little bit of anxiety. But to know that once you arrive and you start talking to people, all of that just bubbles away. And you don't even have to worry about those things because you fall into this natural cadence and rhythm of camp. And being at camp is different than attending a class. Because at camp, you really have this time to emerge yourself into it. Where I was there from, I arrived on Wednesday, and then I came home Sunday. So I had all of this time to really sink into it and to get to know the people that were there. We have um, a beautiful mess hall that we ate in. And so each night at every meal, I tried to sit with different people so that I could get to know other people. And it's a great opportunity to really get to meet everyone that is there and share who you are, what lights you up. 
And when you start sharing those things about yourself, you start to realize like, wow, these are my things. And when I'm home, I'm not really taking all that time to do them. Maybe I need to shift, you know, a little bit here or there so I can fit them more into my schedule. And so while I was there, I did teach two classes. One was a writing class, and I did that on the first morning and then also on the last morning. And both were so perfect because on that first morning, you are kind of filled with those nerves, right? And you don't know what's going to happen, where, where am I going to do, you know? And so showing up in writing really provides you that opportunity to get some of that angst out and to allow yourself to sink a little bit more comfortably into you, right? The page is just a brilliant tool for all of us, allowing us space to share everything, everything. And then on the last morning, it was perfect too, because you had just gone through this amazing experience. And it gave you some time to process it and really get onto the page all those things that you're feeling that you want to remember when you get home. Because after you arrive home, there's this transition period where you're re-entering into life again. But you don't want to forget all that goodness from camp. And so it was really a, a beautiful opportunity to explore all of that. And the one thing that amazed me, and it amazes me every time, but it's just so beautiful, is that people's willingness and ability to share with each other, especially to share with strangers. Because so many of us arrived at camp as a stranger. And we sat together and we wrote, and then I provided space for people to share their writing, to share what it felt like to go through that writing experience. And there was so much raw, honest vulnerability. And what is beautiful about that, which also happens in the writing Zoom classes that I host, is that you really get to know someone. And you really get not to know all of them, but just to know a part of them. And you start to see that oh my goodness, we are all so much more alike than we are different. And maybe our experiences are different, but those raw emotions, we all feel them, all of us. And we can relate to what those feelings are because we have them. We've gone through them. We've struggled with the sadness, with the grief. We've, we're, we've been there, right? And it was during that sharing period that we all just connected a little bit deeper. And I am so grateful for the individuals who showed up and were willing to share because it is so vulnerable, right? To write something down on a piece of paper and then to share it with a group of people. But it definitely brought us together. And we were tucked away in this cozy room, you know, it couldn't have been more perfect. Then the other class that I taught. I called Soul Care Field Guide. And oh, I love this so much because I love to create things, but I don't consider myself really an artist in the sense that not so good with the drawing or the painting, but I'm drawn to words and I'm lover of anything stationary, anything, papers and pens and markers and 
colorful washi tapes, all of it. And so it provides this opportunity to really bring it all together. And this class, I had the idea for it before the pandemic because I was going to be teaching at Lucky Star in 2020. But then, you know, life happened. But during the pandemic, it really evolved for me because it really gave me this opportunity to explore more within my notebooks. And so what a soul care field guy is, it's just this notebook that you fill with quotes or thoughts or lists of all things that fill you up, things that you can turn to to be reminded of, oh, if I'm feeling a little lost or unsure, let me just open my notebook and see, oh, these are three things I can do for self-care right now that don't take a lot of money or time or resources, but it's a reminder, okay, check in with myself. And so you use all sorts of collage papers and markers to write out your list and stickers and all fun things to really bring it to life. And I love teaching this class and it was so much fun to even engage in the different conversations that happened as we were creating with one another. People started opening up and sharing their own stories and it brought us together because it is our stories that unite and connect us. And when you're creating side by side with someone, you fall into this rhythm and you fall into this comfort level and kind of that, that wall goes down. And you're there and you're listening and you're opening up and you're creating and it feels good. Oh, it feels so good. And I loved every single minute of that class. To get my supplies there was a bit of a challenge, I will tell you. I had to pack my suitcase, lift it up and stand on the scale to see how much it weighed. Then take some things out and put them in my backpack so that it all kind of worked out. But it was worth it. Because watching these books come to life was beautiful. And um, Lucky Star is so much more than just the classes. You go for the classes, right? Because you see them online. You're like, oh, this class looks cool. This looks cool. But really, it's the people that make it what it is. And that opportunity to connect with like-minded people who are just so kind, really so kind and arms wide open. And you think about your everyday life. And I know for me personally, like I long for connections and friendships and being able to find that in my day-to-day life. But it's hard because I'm in this routine of wake up and go to work, come home and make dinner, you know, do all my chores and kind of things that just have to be done in life, paying my bills and all those things. That it sort of feels like that time for that connection is so small. Or also that I don't know where to turn to do it. And then also that I don't take the time to do it. And that is 100% on me. And I know that I need to be more, you know, put myself out there more and connect deeply more with others. But when you enter this space where you don't have any of those other commitments, you didn't have to worry about what you're going to make for dinner, 
or had to clean up after because there were these beautiful, amazing meals served for you. And all you had to do was enjoy them. And it opened up the opportunity to engage in conversation with all the folks sitting at the table with you. And you got to hear their stories and share your own. And I picture myself, you know, this journey that I had been on in life where as a child, I was this really shy person wanting to blend into the background to now where I'm putting myself out there. You know, I used to tuck my journal underneath my bed so my brothers couldn't find it. And now I'm sharing my words with the world. And along this journey, I learned that it is opening up in the sharing of myself and being vulnerable that is really where the true connections happen. And if I had been at this camp years, 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 years ago when I was that shy, quiet person, it might have been a totally different experience for me because I might have shut myself out. But now, you know, I enter after going to so many now too, with just wide open arms, ready for the experience. Because I know it's in letting down my guard that I'm going to be able to connect deeper. And we all need that connection. We need that opportunity where we can be seen for who we are. And it's funny, and we were talking about this in the writing class, how it's so much easier to share yourself with a complete stranger than it might be to share yourself with those closest to you. Because a complete stranger doesn't have this story about you. They don't know about me that I was that shy, quiet girl wanting to bend into the background. They don't know that at all. They only see me for who I am in that moment. And what a gift that is, where we don't have to explain our backgrounds, where we don't have to tell the stories of why we are the way we are. We can simply just be. And oh, it's amazing when you can allow yourself to show up and be who you are. And that is the gift of being around strangers in this nurturing, beautiful environment where you're encouraged to show up as you, where you're really encouraged to, to share and dive into your own creativity and dive into what feels right and wonderful for you. And no one, not one single person is judging. It is all love. And it's a reminder that we need to be curious and we need to step outside of our comfort zone. While I was there, I did take one class and it was to create little pottery pieces, which is so far outside my comfort zone because given this piece of clay, like I don't know what to make with it. <laughs> I feel a bit lost, right? And I see people next to me and they're one girl is making all these little stars to create a banner to hang. Someone else is cutting out letters for their grandchild to like spell their names and so super cute. Someone else made this fabulous little bowl that you could put your rings or necklaces in. And here I am, you know, with this clay, rolling it out, 
using the cookie cutters to cut things, but then realizing like, what am I ever going to do with these random pieces that I'm making? And you go through this process, this process of being uncomfortable and then figuring out like, oh, wait a second, like I can do this or this and playing with it and learning and just staying open. The most important thing in life, I think, is to stay open and curious and know that it's not always going to feel comfortable, right? You're not always going to be a place where you're like, yep, I'm the top of my game. Sometimes you're going to be in that uncomfortable space. But when you are there, you grow and you flourish and you learn new things about yourself. And that is absolutely what happens at these types of retreats. You're given this beautiful space to dive into a little bit of uncomfortableness and navigate your way through it, but you're doing it in this space that is 100% welcoming of it and wants to see you succeed and wants to see you keep growing and blossoming and becoming. And so you might push yourself a little farther than you thought you could go because it is in this beautiful environment. I don't even know how many times I have gone to a a retreat. And all of them are so very different. Even if it is the same retreat, it's different depending upon who's there. Because everybody brings a different energy with them. And so each year might be a little bit different than the next. But they are hands down one of my most favorite self-care things to do. And it's, you know, it's costly. So you really have to consider that. But I love to look at it as an investment in myself. Because we all deserve to invest in ourselves in one way or another. And what way are you going to invest in you? What way are you going to show up and say, you know what? I need this. And I'm going to do this for me. So important. And when I look back at that very first one that I had gone to and I had no idea what to expect at all. I am so proud of myself for not turning around and jetting out of there. Because it's kind of getting through that little bit of unsure where you find your way and you figure it out and you just fall in love with the experience and the people and everything. You really do. And while I was there, like I always known that I wanted to be a teacher and that I loved teaching, but I fell in love with teaching all over again. And gained another level of confidence in it. Because I think that's always is a part of our process in life. Where we're always continuing to kind of level ourselves up a little bit. In how we feel about something. And being there, I just really sunk into the experience and the ability to guide these amazing folks on this journey and the journey within the writing class and then also in the soul care field guide class. 
And it just felt wonderful to open people up to something they might not have done before or explored it in the way that I showed them. And you realize, you know, how important it is to give people that space. Because just like I'm saying, I needed that space to be at camp for my own self-care. I was doing the same for others by providing this environment where you could spill your words onto the page and feel safe about it. And oh, I just love it. Love it so, so much. And one of the things that I do love that I want to share that we did in the writing class was at the end, we flipped through books and we pulled out all different prompts that we were finding through books because I really wanted them to be able to go home and still have a practice that they could turn to. And sometimes that blank page is pretty intimidating, right? Like, what the heck do I write? But having all these prompts that you could turn to, I thought was just great. You know, it really gave you something that you could take home with you. And these are books that I have flipped through a million times. They are very well loved by me. But to see other people reading through them and the lines and thoughts that they pulled out was just wonderful. Because it's just so many different perspectives and everyone is drawn to something different. And amazing, I got so many new jump off lines for writing that I'm excited to explore and see what comes out of them. Mm, So much goodness, right? So much goodness. And especially after this year and a half that we've been living through, where we were very pulled away from community and connection, to be given the opportunity to be in it again, I think that also made it so much more sweeter because it's been so long. And we, as human beings, we need each other. We do. And we need to be seen. We need to be heard. We need to connect. Look one another in the eye. Oh my goodness, so incredibly needed. And I'm grateful, beyond grateful for the experience. And hands down, we'll definitely be returning to Lucky Star in the future because it was amazing. And would love, you know, to see you there. Because, gosh, we just need it, right? We do. And I know, talking about leaving, especially in the environment we're in now for four days, to be at a camp sounds a bit overwhelming or sounds totally impossible. But this idea of self-care doesn't have to be leaving to go somewhere else. There are so many different ways that you can carve out that self-care right in your own home. And it really just starts with you dedicating time for you. Time that can be uninterrupted, that you can say, you know what? These next 30 minutes, they're there for me. And I'm going to close my door. And please, don't interrupt me because I need this 30 minutes. And you do something that fills you up. Maybe it's movement. Maybe it is pulling out your art supplies. Maybe you're writing notes to friends that you haven't spoken to in a while. Whatever it is. But doing something that is for you. Really taking that time. Mm. 
I know it can feel selfish, but it's not. I promise. <laughs> and I know I've talked about this before on the podcast because it, it's so important. It really is. No one is going to come and fill your well for you. You need to be the one to do it. And we need to be reminded of that. And we need to know that it's okay to show up and take time just for you. It is. And maybe that time is you joining me for a Zoom writing class. I don't know, you know, but I do have my new dates on my website for what we're going to be doing for the remainder of the year. So I'd love to have you join me there. But if not, grab your journals because you know, you knew it was coming. At the end of every podcast, I love to give a writing prompt so that you have something to reflect on so that there is a chance for you to go just a little bit deeper. This week, begin with the words, I choose. I choose. And see what comes out. And sometimes using that word, I, can feel a little bit uncomfortable and can be hard to start writing. So maybe write in the third person. Maybe you write you, you choose, he chooses, she chooses, they choose, whatever works for you so that you can get in the flow. And even when we are writing about, say, you, we might be really rewriting about ourselves, right? But it's just easier to start with that, that you instead of the I. So do what works and allow yourself the freedom to express yourself onto the page and see what comes out. No judgments just love and kindness and compassion and come on over to the soul circle community space and share your words, your heart, yourself. We want to know you and see you and hear you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. There'll be a new one next week and I look forward to chatting with you then, but until we meet again, sending you so much love and we will talk soon.